the Retreat House Podcast. I'm your host, Angie Smith. I've invited a friend to the table to share their story. Come and join us. Welcome to the Retreat House Table. I am at the table alone today because I wanted to tell you about this next series that we have coming up. We're going to be doing a series on spiritual formation. And the reason I wanted to do it is partially because of my own process, my own spiritual formation process, and just some things I've learned along the way and some important conversations and important books that I've read. And I think sometimes we don't make enough space for conversations about this because it can feel stretching or it can feel like sometimes people say the things that you think they're not supposed to say, but in the, in our questioning and our wonder and our doubt, sometimes we need to say, we need to have space to say out loud the hard things. And, and God is God. I, I firmly believe that he can can take it. I, I, so I really wanted to make space on this ser- in this series, make space for asking hard questions, make space for wrestling and lament and for seeking God and for trying to grow deeper in your relationship with him and, and having experiences with him. So I, some of you might be listening and feel like, oh, this sounds this is making me uncomfortable. I wanted today today to talk a little bit about my own spiritual formation process and to talk about the reason for the the series and to give you a little bit of background and hopefully make you feel a little bit sure of of where we're going. Um, if you feel a little uncomfortable, I'm okay with that. I I spent a lot of time seeking comfort and then got to a point where I realized that that's what I was doing, but I wasn't ready to be un- uncomfortable. And I would look at people who, there are two people actually I'm thinking of specifically at my church, who taught a class called Questioning Christianity, which was a fantastic class. And one of them is a philosophy professor and one of them is a theology professor. And no matter what people brought up, it was a safe place to to work those things out and both Tim and Steve just seemed really comfortable in the uncomfortable. And I so I thought about them a lot as as I've been going through this process of getting to a point of feeling just kind of icky and gross in in my comfort and but but afraid to break out into being uncomfortable. And so it's been a few years that I've kind of been going through this process and and I also feel like another way to explain it is I went from being very, very black and white to being okay with the gray and being okay with tensions of things, being okay with the both and that God is good and bad things happen. You've heard me talk a lot about the my process with grief and losing my mom and miscarriages and that part of my story where I really wrestled with, is, is God good? Is he... Is he a good, good father? And getting to a point where I could say, yes, he's a good, good father. And yes, he could have healed my mom. He could have prevented the miscarriages, but he didn't. But he's still good. But these things still happened. So that's what I'm talking about in in holding the tensions of the both and. 
And I think it's important to to hold those tensions. It doesn't, it can feel really insecure. And I had Judy Haugen, who's been on here a couple of times, and who every conversation I have with her, <laughs> she just kind of, kind of uses her to stir some things in me. But she was talking about that sometimes when you're in this process of spiritual formation that you can, it, it can appear to other people like you're losing your faith and I said, sometimes it can feel it can feel like you're losing your faith. And so if that is you, if if you are in a place where you're just not sure, you know, you d- had made a decision to follow God and things got really, really hard and you you're not sure if you can keep moving forward. You're not sure that you can keep putting one foot in front of the other and follow him. I really, this is for you. I want to create a space for you to ask questions. I want to create where your questions are are okay. And I understand that we're just listening to a podcast, but I want you to at least hear the conversations and feel like you are not crazy. Or if you are crazy, you're not alone in it. You You have some good company. I'll say I'm good company. So I really want you to in these conversations feel like that, you know, like the ground shaking things kind of getting torn down and rebuilt, um, which is kind of another thing that I feel like God has done in my life where he, you know, I attend If Gathering every year and I feel like each year God wrecks and rebuilds or starts to rebuild some area of my life. And last year it was my pride. Actually, it was hubris, excessive pride. (laughs) And so this whole year, he's been working in me on excessive pride. Yeah. And then the solution to that, to pride, is to be vulnerable and to to share, to be, yeah, to be, uh, I, I keep thinking, I'm, I want to say exposed, but not not really, but which kind of deals with imposter syndrome. <laughs> um so as I've gone through these processes of him wrecking and rebuilding different areas of my life, that too has been part of the spiritual formation process for me. There have been some books that I've read that have been really impactful. The most impactful book I think I read in 2018 was Learning to Speak God from Scratch by Jonathan Merritt. The book is about how he did a, a study, a Barna study, that talked about people are using what he called God speak or moral kind of language less and less. And he said, you know, we can either come down hard and say these, these words have one hard and fast meaning. We cannot use the words at all. And, or we can let the words have meaning, but have that, let that meaning be a little bit flexible. And that has affected the way that I read, the way that I talk, the way that I listen, the way that I interact with people. To not let, and so an example of how that got fleshed out is when I read Austin Channing Brown's book "I'm Still Here." That you know, there were kind of trigger words that she was words that were triggering me, and I wanted to stop reading. I wanted to stop reading. I wanted to stop reading. And I thought, no, I'm gonna. I want to hear how she's defining this word. I want to hear how she's using this word and make space for that, so that I can listen to her through her book, but listen to her story, read her story, and stay engaged in it. And I think that a lot of times we're getting, we're getting offended too quickly. 
and we're not and so that stops us and we're not listening any longer but you know listening and and trying to figure out what is it what are the, what is it someone's trying to convey by the words that they're using and are they defining the words even the same way that I would define the words now that is not to say that words have no meaning words have big meaning but to to let there be a little bit of flexibility so Jonathan's book has been hugely transformational for me this year um, also the Bible, I kind of feel like that goes without saying, but God's word is alive and active. And I have had an opportunity this at the end of the year in the fall and winter to audit a preaching class at Bethel Seminary. And it was fantastic. And to to look at the Bible in in that way and to look at scripture in that way and how to communicate it. It was just a fantastic class. So, so good. And, you know, to have this, you know, this book that I've spent the last, well, since 93. So it's going to be 26 years that I've been made a decision to follow God and to, to go to his word again, especially in this last year, I feel like where it felt like fresh, it felt like fresh water and, yeah, so I feel like sometimes it goes without saying that the Bible, but that it, the the Bible is huge, number one, a number one, important in um, spiritual formation, and in in the guests that I've asked, I've asked them to to talk about some difficult things and some hard things, but I'm asking people who I have seen or have had conversations with. Or we have a close friend who I completely trust, but it's important to me that these people know God's word and that 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 the God's word is important in their life. That God's word is what is informing what they're doing and informing what they're teaching. So, in the conversations that we have, I I just want you to know that God's word is undergirding the conversations that we're going to be having. And I am just so prayerful that the Holy Spirit will come and, and be in the conversations. And and like he does, even with sermons where, you know, a sermon is meant for an audience, but you can listen to it later or a message. Um, you can listen to it later. And, you know, there's the Holy Spirit uses it in your life to reveal something to you or to encourage you or to show something. And my prayer is that these conversations will do that. So even, you know, years, years from now, can I be that <laughs> perceptualist that uh, they'll be around years from now? But that even in the future, when people listen to these conversations, that the Holy Spirit will use them to draw people closer to himself, to have a to have a right view of God. And I hesitate to use, to use that word right, but an, you know, accurate that, you know, with that, like with the word good, is God good? You know, the way that I was even defining the word good and what it looked like to be good had to have some adjustment. And I just want you to know that I'm 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 a Jesus follower and the Bible is my final authority. And that I want you to know that as we step into these conversations, because these conversations might feel a little loose. They might feel a little airy sometimes, but I, I want to, to have those conversations and go to those unsure, I'm not sure spaces 
because I think that's when we go there, we we get stretched, you know, and we return to God's word and we pray that the Holy Spirit will give us discernment. But I think we, you know, it's like having a conversation with someone who you don't agree with and that, that stretches and kind of challenges and, and it doesn't feel good, but it is good in that it helps you grow. And so I, I, that's kind of the background of where this is coming. So yeah, just, you know, my process over the last few years, I, I think the most accurate way to describe it is that going from black and white to being comfortable with, uh, with gray and with tension and still hold it. And the tension comes in that there are some black and white things, but there are some gray things. And, you know, really trying to figure those out and wrestle with those and, and sit in the uncomfortable of those things. And it's an ongoing process for me. Another book that I'm currently reading is called The Critical Journey, which uh, that was from a conversation I had with, with Judy Haugen, too, that is really kind of giving word to words and uh, like a picture of what this spiritual formation process looks like. And so that book has been influential in this process for me. Another book uh, is The Dream of You by Joe Saxton and attending the Azer Collective that she has started has been hugely impactful to me in my spiritual formation as well to really, you know, the kind of the premise of The Dream of You is who were you before everybody told you who you were supposed to be? You know, and so who who is it that God made me to be? And figuring out who that is and walking in that and living in that. And, you know, if there's a call, I mean, I think God has a purpose and a plan for pe- for everybody that he will use us. And I, I think that looks like being aware of other human beings around us, whether it's the human being, the little people that are in your home that you're taking care of, or the people that are behind the counter, or the people at coworkers, or people at your church, your neighborhood, or at the gym, just being aware of of them and and being aware that you are an ambassador of Christ and living in that but and and being able to do that I think comes from understanding who you are and so Joe's book of understanding my identity in Christ and that he does have a a, a purpose part of that purpose is like I said just the everyday the human beings that I'm I'm coming into contact to but I think this podcast is is part of that purpose, what he's calling me to right now. And yeah, her book. And just jo, just go follow Jo. <laughs> she has lots of really great things to say. And um, she and Stephanie O'Brien have a podcast called Lead Stories Podcast, which is great. And if you're a person in leadership or have influence in any area, which is everybody, then um, you'll glean something from that podcast. So that that podcast actually has been really influential on me too. Yeah. And really appreciate. And uh, Stephanie O'Brien taught the class that I took at Bethel Seminary. So just I'm really appreciative of those two. And so, and another thing that's contributed to my spiritual formation is friendships. And, you know, I, my friend Callie and I go to the if gathering every year and you know, that <laughs> we, it was kind of like a trial by fire, man. That first year we went to if gathering together, we didn't know each other that well. We were traveling together, sharing a hotel room and going to this conference. 
And man, we just went deep, fast, and have been real good friends ever since. And so I'm so grateful for her friendship. And then my friend Tanya, who you've heard on here too, just really asking good questions and being really supportive. And she's one of those people who, you know, I'll say, I'm thinking, you know, God is leading this way. Would you be interested? And yes, her yes will come before I can even finish. So just so supportive. And and there's so many other people and friends that I have that I'm so grateful for that have contributed to this, you know, process of formation and, and, and seeking God. So really, I hope the conversations over the next few weeks are encouraging to you. I hope they're challenging. I hope they make you a little bit uncomfortable and that you come to know who God is better and you come to know who you are in Christ better through the conversations too. So I really hope you'll join me over the next few weeks. We'll talk about things like wrestling and the value of wrestling, lament, thin places, those places where it feels like God is a little closer, working out, trying to uh, talk to someone, you know, maybe talking about some like theology around it, like justification and sanctification and breaking down some of those bigger theological um, the words that people don't use in everyday life, but we hear them, <laughs> you know, in sermons or in processes. And so trying to, to work through some of that theology of spirit, spiritual formation as well. So, yeah, and figure out some more things as it goes along so that that this actually this podcast too is a part of my spiritual formation process just trusting that god will lead and lead what different series i should have and guests and sometimes i know that far ahead which makes me comfortable and sometimes i don't know it ahead of time which makes me uncomfortable (laughs) but it's been a growing experience and so i'm so again i'm so grateful that you're here and hope that you will join us over the next few weeks. So if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, please go subscribe so that you won't miss any of the episodes. So thank you so much. Thank you for joining me today and coming along, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us today at the table. Any information mentioned in the show or things we talked about can be found in the show notes. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe. Or if you've already subscribed, please leave a review so that others can find us too. If you want to keep up on what's happening with Retreat House, you can find us on all the social medias at at Retreat House Podcast. If you want to keep up with what's happening with me, you can find me at at Angie Smith MN. We'll see you next week at the Retreat House Podcast.